Okay. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. We are literally just hitting play. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you just do that. Yes. Um, so if you're watching, I'm rocking the top knot. I have major allergies going on, so I have a tissue box right here. I'm not coughing as much as last time, though. So mm-hmm. Did good. you tell them that I bought this in thoughts of you? Oh, no. At the grocery yesterday. Did I? Because you were sitting right here. But I just oh, yeah. <laughs> still, no, you didn't. Still witty. <laughs> I was at the grocery yesterday, and my dog has a tendency to chew up my tissue boxes. They don't last long here. She's still only one. And I thought to myself, Kylie needs tissues. Yes. So I bought tissues. I am taking Allegra. On my 27th birthday yesterday, my body decides to also create this allergy, allergic reaction to pollen. Yeah, you're really, yeah. I can see it in your eyes. Yes. People yesterday, they're like, man, you, are you tired? I'm like, no. Oh, it's my face. It's just swollen. <laughs> it's just my face. <laughs> How rude. Oh, but I did for some research and they said, um, the consensus is this is possible. I've never had an issue before, but they said, if your family has a history of like allergens or allergic things, allergies, whatever. Um, and my sister has lots of allergies mm-hmm. then, um, and my dad has issues, I think too. Mm-hmm. Um, then it is likely that you will develop them in some point of your life. Yeah. I had them really bad as a kid. And then when I moved here, I don't even, I'm not sure I've ever told you this. Um, I told you I broke out in that horrible, I was, I was an allergic mess. Let's just put yeah. it that way. I went and got <laughs> tested and they're like, well, you're allergic to straw and, <laughs> um, livestock and this and that. So I said, I, basically I'm allergic to farms. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, great. <laughs> this is, this really is where good. I live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I get like every year I get, I feel like I'm getting immunity almost. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I'm okay. Well, that would make sense. I feel like, well, in the pollen count has been really high. Because yes. I, I, looking on social media, not that I get my uh, verification from there, but everybody is like sharing this meme where it's like, COVID didn't get me, but pollen's going to take me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not the only one. Yes. Yes. No, you're not. Oh. Jesse. Jesse gets some pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, yeah. Oh, so we actually were talking earlier about my birthday yesterday. Yeah, she's And I was being a downer. Kind of. You kind of were. <laughs> yes. not, no, not real. I mean, it's not a downer. It's just kind of reality. Yeah. It was my first birthday as a mom, and I realized it's not the same. No, no. <laughs> and I was the girl, and I, especially one of my old friends, um, it's okay. It just okay. bothers me sometimes it, that it goes off. Yeah. Um, the light's still on. Okay. But, uh... She was said, "Oh well, I'll let you light the fall candle because of Kylie Palooza." Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, I'll be right back. Okay. Um, but anywho, so I lit the candle, and it was great. But sorry, I'm getting really distracted right now. Um, I'll just pause this real quick. Okay, sorry. Mothering emergency. <laughs> mothering emergency was the need for Kool-Aid. And then she proceeded. She's been doing like gymnastics on the monkey bars our morning. 
I didn't even know. She had the baking soda out on the counter and was like putting it on her hand. Like, like chalk. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's so Continue funny. with your mothering birthday because that just like sets the stage. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, this month's responsibilities still continue. But thankfully, um, my mom was yeah, able no. to... Uh, not my mom. My mom was kind enough to get me a massage for my birthday. And then I got my toenails done, which was fun. Good. And then it was a nice little splurge. What color? It's like a corally, pink, like orangey. Well, that's what coral is. I like it. <laughs> Thanks. Coral. Coral is a pinky orange. It Shocker. But my grandma watched our oldest, and it just made things really nice. Uh, but then all the allergies came on, and so... Did it, you get a nap? I didn't. I thought that's a bummer. No. But, oh, then we went to um, Salina, went to Marshall's, and I got matching pajamas. Yes. And what do they look like? They're cheetah. Ooh. I'll have to show you. I took a picture. That's what mine are. And um, then I also got one that's like a florally color, and I was looking at the name tag, because you were like, I want to hear about your pajamas. Yeah. And it's called The Prairie. The prairie. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's, that's the fitting. perfect way to fit, like, this, uh... This aesthetic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Like, I did, the, even the, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the perfect way to describe how these look. It was like, it's a blue, pretty, it kind of reminds you of a doily. <laughs> I love that, <laughs> yeah. though. Yeah. And um, the cheetah, they have a different material than the cheetah ones. The cheetah ones are super soft, mm-hmm. and it came with its own robe, Ooh. so I felt super... Yeah, this morning. Yeah, wearing my robe, putting on my robe makes you feel like an adult. It did, and I finally got rid of that. Um, it uh uh that um holy bra. Oh, good. So good for you. Yeah, and underwear that I was wearing yesterday. Oh, good. (laughs) You gotta have, you know, (coughs) to be to feel put together. You just gotta have good foundation. Yes, yes. Goes across the board. So. But it was good. Good. I can't complain at all. No. But it is different because it's like, oh. I mean, I remember, like, it was a bigger bigger deal. But then it's like, oh, but you still need fed. And you still, I still <laughs> yes. got to do this. I still got to do that. And especially when it's in the middle of the week. Yeah. Like, on yeah. the weekend, you can kind of. It's kinda, a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> husband's home. Yeah. And no. But in the <laughs> week, it's like, oh, it's my birthday. Yeah. And it was, like, Thursday. Yeah. He plays on the worship team, as yes. you know. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows. Yeah. And uh, so Thursday nights are usually pretty crazy. And then I'm like, oh, we're rushing around. And I don't feel like rushing. Yes. <laughs> And um, this that you're seeing here was a lot worse yesterday. Um, yeah. But it's good. I'm very thankful. And Seth felt really guilty. He goes, I didn't even have time to get you a card or anything. Aww. And I'm like, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. And I, I, right now, like, you could have not picked a better birthday to forget to, or not have time to get a card because I'm yeah. just like... It's okay. I don't care. It's, right. <laughs> it's okay. But hopefully, guys, like, go out together this weekend at some point. Oh. Even well, I think, lunch. yeah. I think also just, um, you know, with the missions trip coming up, and we have a movie night at our church, and um, it's just kind of taking... There's a lot of other things that are just taking up space. All good things. Yeah. But my body breaking down, the busyness of life. Yeah. All the good things. That was a big thud. That was a big thud. <laughs> Is all well down there? Nobody's screaming. Okay. So, 
Anywho, we can move on past this. But happy birthday. Thank you. Like I said, your gift this just follows the theme. It's late. It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> Are you going to like it? I can't wait to see it because I'm like, what is it? We can show him next week. Yes. It will make sense. Oh my gosh. I have a feeling I know what it is. Do you? Because of how you just held your hand. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> You'll see. I won't even guess. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Anywho, I can't think of a better time than now to introduce the Jesus segment of this podcast because even more, I mean, we need Jesus all the time, but even more so lately, do I need Jesus? Yes. (laughs) I, I, yeah. And there, I feel like there's a couple other things that I wanted to talk about. I don't think I wrote them down. Oh, okay. This is fun. I did do something exciting yesterday. Yeah. Well, to me, not probably anybody else. But I started, finally, um, I've had this idea to write. I did a little study on it through the Project 6-8 Bible Study email group. But it's going to hit a book form. So I've been doing a devotional, started doing a mm-hmm. 30-day devotional, uh-huh. writing it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, brain. And it's going to be called Meant to Live. And the first one, I've always been fond of Redwood Forest. They've always intrigued me. Yeah. And I've always wanted to see them. That's the only reason why I would want to go to California. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so what I've learned, I'm like, why why is this all the topic? Why why are the Redwood Forests like popping into my head when I'm thinking of this devotional? So what I realized, redwood trees grow and so how they grow is like they have little sprouts that come out of the ground that are intertwined with the roots of each other. Mm-hmm. All, they all root, they intertwine roots to help hold, literally hold each other down in strong winds and floods and stuff like that. Hmm. And so then they'll have little ones that pop through and they circle, actually circle around the parent tree is what they call them Mm -hmm. so they're called family circles and so I'm using it to write a little devotional on community that's great so I thought that was cool speaking of community (laughs) yes segue oh yes good job tomorrow (laughs) if you are around please join me and my husband Jesse because he confirmed with me he's going to help good because I felt bad that I couldn't go oh no it's okay don't feel bad um join us at Trinity French Church 605 North Franklin Street, Van Wert, Ohio, from 8 to noon to serve your community, to be the hands and feet of Christ. Um, we are going to distribute food mm-hmm. for the food pantry. And I've heard the stats. I'm not going to get it quite right. So um, Jeff uh, Wagamon or Mike Smith, if you're listening, correct me. <laughs> but I believe we are the biggest food pantry in the county. Oh, wow. I would probably like this. I it, the, the statistic might actually be that, that we hand out more food than all the other food pantries combined. That's awesome. It is awesome. That's like, so cool. it, a lot of people depend on that. Yeah. And I, you know, it's a very real thing. Just how do you love someone? Make sure they have food. Yeah. Put Serve food them. in their bellies. Yes. That's yeah. very, that's just a basic need. And I'm, I'm excited about yeah. it. I, I, I don't have rose colored glasses on. Like I, I know the realities. You know, I don't, what am I even saying by that? It's going to be hard work and maybe in some situations and people might not be grateful. Right. But I still love them. Yes. And I want to serve them. That's what I'm trying I should, to say. I should say, that I think the people who are obviously always looking for volunteers will be grateful, yeah. but the people that you are 
potentially serving may have at a end, different mindset. Exactly. And yes. at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. No, just, exactly. just love them. I think that's why um, it's important that we are doing this. And so you've done a great job heading this up. So oh, good job. Well, but thank you. I think sometimes when we go to serve people, we expect, we do put on those rogues because glasses. You and think like, it's going to, oh, it's just going to be great. They're going to love me yeah. and I'm going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to share, be like, give them the whole gospel message. Not but necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> I have those moments from time to time, but more like just show up. Yeah. Just show up. Yeah. You're showing Jesus by showing up. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to be diving into um, John fifteen sixteen and seventeen. And six or John fifteen um, talks about is one of my favorite um, chapters in John. And oh it, yes. How? And I think it, this is a good chapter to lead off with after just talking about serving, because when you're truly rooted in Christ, and um, you are bearing the fruit of the spirit and doing so when you are serving you need to show these things so how what am i trying to say i'm trying to pull this all together we're just tired yeah (laughs) no you're doing fine jesus is the true vine and we are oh the branches yes and so when we remain in him then when we do serve or do whatever in his name we are maybe content is too um light of a word but we are content with the fact that even if this isn't all hunky-dory when I do this, I'm still who I am in Christ, and this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and it's bearing fruit. Yes. He's the vine. We are the branch. We are supposed to bear fruit. Yeah. People should be able to look at us as Christians and see fruitfulness there, whether it's serving or, you know, just the way your mannerisms, the way you speak. I'm blanking on more examples. But there should be evidence in your life yes. that you love Christ. Yes. And we are tapped into the true vine. Because yes. we can't do it on our own. We truly cannot. Yep. He is the source of life. Yep. And he even, in the Bible, and I can't remember where exactly it says this, but it talks about how when we serve our brothers and sisters, that's us serving Christ mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, I'm trying. I'm. I, I was trying to say that verse, but I'm gonna completely blank. For even the, the least of these, you serve. You're doing it for. Yeah, um, I think it's even up in I think these it's, chapters. Yes. Um, but he says also. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought as well. Well, and then as you go on in 15, it says, "My command is this: love each other as I have loved you." And he. John really has pointed out to me as we've gone through this is how much I used to think up when talking about love that I would just brush it over because I'm like, of course, we're supposed to love each other. I want to talk about a different fruit of the spirit. Like I want to talk about something quote unquote better. Yes. Taking it for granted. Yes. And you know who's really pointed that out to me? Doc Tom. Yes. It's Doc, like he, hi Doc Tom, uh, <laughs> if you listen to this, he, when he is at the pulpit, when he speaks to you, he just will say, I love you without yeah. thinking it's weird. Yeah. And he means it. Yeah. And I love how he says, I love you treasured 
saints. And he's, it for me, when he, like, the first few times he did that, I could see, like, he is exuding the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it says, you will know, you, they will know you are mine for because of your love for one another. Yes. And it's convicted me. And do people walk away from me knowing that I love them? Yeah. Like, right. I do love you. Like, yeah. I, don't, I want to be unashamed in showing yes. that. Because, you know, I'll just be honest. I think sometimes we get a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Because there's a vulnerability there. Yeah. But there doesn't have to be. No. Right. Exactly. And I've always thought that. I've thought that about him, too. And that's why... I'm going to be so sad when he moves on and I'm but, but excited for him too. Yes, yes, but we are excited for him too, but it's just that's that's just how much that's how we should show like we should he's create he knows how to create those relationships and we should be able to create relationships like that as well and when we walk away from people we should be sad that yes we're parting. Yes. But for good reasons. I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense. No, it makes it does make sense because he's now he's being called on somewhere else to serve and to love. Yeah. But we have treasured the time we've had with him. Yes. He he took a very sad, broken situation, and I think has been a very good example of love, and has prepared a great place for Matt to to come. Yes, exactly. So. And I just I totally blanked, but Sorry, it's just maybe. I should turn that off. That's my automatic sweeper. Oh, the goofy, goofy kicked on, or has been kicked on, I guess, but popped in the room. It's because I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Oh, but, but, then it goes on to 13, verse 13. Greater love has no one, okay, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Yeah. You are my friends if you do what I command. And so he, he's preparing his disciples for what's about to happen again. And he's like, you are now my friends. You are, I, you are not my servants. Like it talks about that above. Yeah. But the, it talks about the master relationship to the servant. But he goes, I now call you friends. Yeah. And so he comes and he says, greater love has no no one can then lying down his life for his friends and so he's about to lay down his life for his friends yeah i feel the need to set the scene for someone who might just be joining us and hasn't been going through the whole book of john is jesus they've just had the last supper he's just washed the disciples feet and he has literally said to judas go do what you're going to do so that he is hours away from his death yep and he is serving and loving his friends and in you know in that vein, us. Yes. He's about to lay down his life for us. Mm-hmm. And he calls us friend. Too. Yeah. And isn't that awesome? Yes. <sighs> um, it goes into the world's hatred. And this is something that I feel, especially in culture today, yes. there's a huge need to want... Maybe need is not the word. There's this huge precedent or mindset that we need... Oh, we've got kiddos. Hey, hey, guys, we're recording. Go downstairs. Anyways, in this culture, I feel we are constantly looking for people's approval. Yes. And um, Jesus says here, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Yep. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, since I chose you out of the world, the world therefore hates you. That's almost like a gut check. Yeah. Like, 
okay, do I look too much like the world? Does yeah. do worldly things love me? So let's like make point out examples. Um, when I walk into a, I, I'm just gonna say it, like, am I going to bars? They're like, hey, and all these worldly things. Or do you set yourself apart yeah. as holy, as wanting to produce fruits? Yes. That was a very specific example, but I hope you can follow the <laughs> minds, the well, train of thought there. In First Corinthians, I've been studying on the side. It talks about how Paul went in and he actually was looking for those who separate themselves yes. and actually were like looks different from the world around them and the people of Corneth. Like just like who who is living for the Lord and who is living for the world. And we're supposed to want that. I and I believe even church culture today has forgotten that. Like they want to look so like the world so they can attract people. Which there's nothing wrong with outreach. Right. right. But don't don't compromise biblical truth. Yeah. Right. For worldly things. Yes, exactly. And I'm trying to find the verse that kind of was... It's I know it's in 1 Corinthians, but I can't for sh- sure... I think it's this one. So, I wrote to... This is in 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 10. I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral, or the greedy in the swindlers, or the idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. Mm-hmm. But now, I am writing to you that you must not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually or immoral or greedy, an idolater or slander, a drunkard or swindler. Do not even eat with such people. Oh. And we've talked about this. Yes. Eating with people. But here... Breaking bread is a very intimate thing. Yes. I think we have forgotten that in this age of fast food. and But to make someone a meal, yeah. to, to say, I love you, I'm, yes. I, I'm preparing this. Breaking bread back then, that was the epitome of love and hospitality. Yes. Break, sit at my table. Yes. Partake. Yeah. So, yes. And here, um, he's talking about the church versus the world. Mm-hmm. He's saying, go into the world and, and love on these people, but... The people of the church, if you're doing these things, you're not shining the light that they need. You're being a hip, a hypocrite. You're confusing them. Yeah, in and fact. you're yes. And he's like, we got to separate that out. Mm-hmm. And it's not basically. He's like calling them out. It's not right because there's like this um, uh, temple of Aphrodite or something. Or am I thinking the right? One, Pro- one of those. One of those. Like the goddess of love. and That so, would be Aphrodite. Yes. And so. Or Venus. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But any, they, um, you know, would have these little parties up there so you can imagine what was going on. Mm. And there would be people partaking in these things that were saying. Quote, They're Christians. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like. This is not how this is supposed to be. We are supposed to die to ourselves and die to the world. Mm-hmm. And we need to separate ourselves. But that does not mean to house ourselves into our own little shell. Right. But it, but go into the world and love the people of the world. And so hopefully they can transform, be transformed in the name of Christ. Bear the fruit. Yes. Love them. Bear the fruit. But it's like, it points out, like if you're a Christian, you have no excuse. And there's been a few 
instances in my life where yeah. I've had to really think on that verse and apply it. And yep. it sucks. Yes. <laughs> it hurts so bad uh-huh. because you're like, oh, and it, but I have to just trust the word of God yes. in certain situations, even if I hate it. Yes. I don't hate the word of God. That <laughs> no, really I know wrong. what you mean. But the action, like, yes. And okay. yeah. And so that passage and this little passage, I feel like is the perfect go hand in hand because when you're doing that, it's this sounds horrible, but especially when you're calling out people who claim to be Christians, they tend to be more resentful because they want to have one foot on each side. They want to make sure they're saved, but once the worldly pleasures as well, they don't know how to say no. Yeah. And that really, let's, let's jump back to verse, um, John 15, five and six. Um, I'm the vine, you are the branches. It hits on this. He who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit for nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. If a man does not remain in me, he is thrown out as a branch and withers and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. If you're not bearing fruit... You get thrown into the fire. Yep. That should terrify you. Yes. Like, you're gathered, you're useless. Yeah. <gasps> that terrifies me. Yes, it does <laughs> me too. It, it kind of takes you... Like, God is all gracious and so patient. We do not want to downplay that. Mm. But He wants our love mm. and our loyalty. If you love me, you will follow yes. my commands. Yes. Is what Jesus says. Are you? Yeah. There's a reason Jesus, when he was here on earth, talked more about hell than heaven. Yes. He's constantly, you will read that he constantly, you do not want to go there. It's horrible. It's horrible. And it's just, my dad pointed that out to me. I'm like, that, he could be trying to tempt people by glorifying, like, well, he Okay, I'm, maybe that sounded bad. God does not tempt, but I get what you're saying. Like, persuade. Yes, pers- like, look how awesome heaven is. This, this, and this. And he does talk about heaven, but he's saying, but you do, but instead he's saying, you do not want to go here. This is a gnashing, in, or how does that verse go? A bearing of teeth. Gnashing We've of teeth. We've been a gnashing of yes, teeth. We, yes. And we... If that doesn't terrify you, yeah, for eternity, yes, that eternity, eternal separation. Like it was explained to me this one way, and I'm gonna share it. If you see someone running to the road and there's a semi truck coming, and you know they are going to get hit, would you not be going, hey, hey, you're gonna get hit? It, like doing everything you can to warn them. Yeah, I think. That's, that's what we should be doing, first yes. off. But that's what Jesus is doing. He's like, hey, yeah. it's real. Yes. Like, it, it, hell is a real place, and Satan hates you, and yes. he wants to drag you there. Yes. I have come to save you. Yes. I am not come to condemn you. I am salvation. Yes. And um, there's something else I want to say. It's about how my brain is today. <sighs> Here's the thing. God loves us enough to hold us accountable. Yes. He gives us everything we need. And he holds us to it. He goes, here's what I've provided for you. Yes. Use it. Yes. And I'm going to measure, I'm going, well, I'm going to judge you eventually. Yeah. On how well you use this. Yeah, that scares me. That, yeah. That might be a really harsh way to put it. And maybe I put it wrong. No, I think that is true. But 
that's why, like, there's a reason in the Bible it talks about don't judge others for you will be judged in the same way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, which is scary because, I mean, you know, I'm human, so we all still judge one another. I think it's like 10 seconds within... We make within, up, yeah, snap, we, like, yes. We label someone. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh, that's terrifying because one day I'm going to have the answer for all these things. Yeah. And that's why we got to have body awareness, mind awareness. Yes. And not mind. let ourselves dwell. The battlefield is the mind. Yes. Um, I really had something. Hey, sorry. Okay. I'm not supposed <laughs> to say it. Do we want to hop down? Check? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and he talks about the Holy Spirit again. Yes. Okay. And the Holy Spirit isn't here yet. No, he is here. No, oh, he is here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You mean then. Yes. <laughs> he's here now. Yes, he's here now. I'm like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> then. But he's at the Last Supper. Yes. Is what she's saying. Yes. He has not come yet. No. And uh, he's now preparing the way for that to happen. Yes. And... So I'm going to just read this. This is like the end of 15 and 16. When the advocate comes, aka the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. He's talking to the disciples. Mm -hmm. All this I have told you so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think they're offering a service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the the Father or me. So, let's talk about this. They will put you out of the synagogue. In fact, the time is coming when anyone who kills you will think that they're offering a service to God. So, think of today's world. I know we're not Jewish or anything like that. But think of what could possibly be our synagogue. Think of our groups of friends. Think of our families. Think of our, even our own church. Your center of life. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. Anyone who is of the world metaphorically wants to kill you, basically. Mm-hmm. Because they don't like what you have to say. Yeah. Because you are calling them out. You are making them feel uncomfortable. They don't believe in maybe perhaps the Son of God or in God himself. And so this is just, you can take this and think of it in what we're going through as Christians today. Because their God might be the world. Mm -hmm. And so they're thinking, they're doing a justice for the world by taking us out and silencing us. I feel like today it's humanism. And if you yes. don't know what humanism is, it is this, um, it's, it's basically religious thought on like all paths lead to God. And it, the human existence is, is God. Basically. Yeah. It's the same lie Satan told Eve in the garden. Yes. You will not die. You will be as God. And humanism is the collection of all those worldviews where you are the top. Yep. And you're going to be the top. Your truth is your truth. It's absolutely yes. a religious movement. And I feel like we're, we're almost turning back, going back in progression i guess oh yeah for and sure. to what they actually dealt with to where we 
the church yeah. will be are going to be yeah. persecuted yeah. And maybe as heavily as they were. Yes. Because no one wants to hear that it's not about you. Yeah. It's not about you. Yeah. Don't follow your emotions. Are you right. kidding me? Ugh. Don't yeah. As yeah. I speak dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta keep it real. But that's just how passionate we are about this. And though my mind is lagging, which Satan will do whatever he can to pull you back. Mm. Like, for example, this is like, I could have easily just text. I even thought about it. Text Meg today. No, we'll just lay it down this week. We won't do one. I thought of it too after what happened last night. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. I'm like, we're going to show up for Jesus today. And we're going to do this. And this is our way of praising him. This is our mission. Yeah. I was not being rude just there. I was making sure I had the definition of humanism correct. And I was correct. <laughs> I just want to be sure. I don't want to be a false teacher. Yes. <laughs> that is the, the definition of humanism is humans are supreme. There is no God. There is no supernatural. And that House. get on social media. I mean, even You even have Christians promoting and self-care is fine. Fine. But there's I different hear, types. Yeah, I hear Christianese people saying, You are yep. the best and just take care of you. And like that's not what Jesus said. Yeah. He said, love and serve. Yep. And you the least of you is the greatest. Yeah. And the greatest is the least. So stop putting yourself on a pedestal. Yeah. I think that's which um I talked about her in my first book for like a chapter or two. But it's I call it now the Rachel Hollis cra- uh, trap, yes. which I think the fandom over that has subsided quite a bit because mm-hmm. of a lot of things that happened in her life. And she kind of like shot people in the butt. Oh, I didn't even know that. Well, she was doing this relationship podcast, like saying, this is how you have a really healthy relationship and marriage and stuff ends up getting the divorce oh. after recording it while like all these issues are happening. Oh, so so people feel like lied. So to. was she tapped into the true vine? Exactly. Were you? No. I mean, I okay, this is I'm I don't want yeah. to judge. Okay, yes. we just talked about judging. She's a sister in Christ. Rachel, we love you. But that goes to show if you are not actually following what mm. God's word says, Satan will rip you apart. Yes. I have experienced this firsthand. Yep. He does not tolerate Sin. No. He doesn't. And he has taken me down. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it at the end of the day. Yes. I think, but like, so what I call the Rachel Hollis trap is she idolizes the, she, the image, the image. Mm -hmm. Yes. And as telling women that you are first priority, that at least this is how it comes off to me. And like I said, no judgment. Well, even this, we're just trying to give an, I'm just trying to give an example that you can relate to even the title girl, wash your face. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, it's fine. I do wash my face. Yeah. But that implies like, it's all about you. Yeah. Like get up, pick yourself up. Yeah. But my true strength. Yes. Is in my weakness. Yes. When I tap into Christ. Exactly. It's not in me. Yep. It's in him. Yes. And yeah. Yes. No, it's true. It's just, there's so many books like that today, and, I, and my first one kind of was even a little like it, but it's just talking about... I wouldn't say that. But it's just, I feel like I see certain things in my, the very first one compared to where I yeah. am now, and it's just like, oh, yeah, I, I say that. There's always <laughs> maturity, but you, you've never, you know. But it's just, people depend too much on themselves in today's world because they think of this empowerment um, movement 
is the best thing. And I don't need anybody. I can do what I want. Mm -hmm. This is my life. This is how I'm going to do it. And so, um, (laughs) littles, Oh, gotta love them. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's just end of rant. No, it's good. It's, it, it's truth. It is. I'm sorry if it steps on your toes, but we really aren't here to please you. Exactly. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're here to give you some truthful. Yep. Some truth nuggets. Um, (sighs) Moving on in 16. We are in... We're at verse 3. Well, it's basically 4. Yeah. The work of the Spirit. I did not tell you these things at the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you asks me, where are you going? Rather, sorrow has filled your heart because I've told you these things. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient that for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, righteousness because I am going to my Father, and you will see me no more. And of judgment, because the ruler of this world stands condemned. Mm. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> This is the nice, beautiful thing about being a Christian. And you, we know the end. And we, we know, know that end. Jesus will triumph. It's just getting there is hard. Yeah. Stay the path. Run your race well, yes. as Paul says. Yes. I, I press on towards the goal. Yes. It's a race. Mm-hmm. Some days you're going to feel like you're doing really well. Other days you're going to fall flat on your face. Yes. But keep going. Yeah. We're going to be caught off guard and we're going to be caught in grief like the disciples were at this moment. But as we read on, it talks about how the disciples' grief will turn to joy. And and so I'm skipping a little bit. So it says, Jesus went on to say, in a little while you will see me no more. And after a little while you will see me. And so he's... He's speaking of his death yes, and, uh, and resurrection. resurrection there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So He's like literally walking them uh, yes. through it. He's like, I'm breaking this down line by line. <laughs> they're still so, yes. you know, as it would, it was horrible. Oh, But they're still like, yes. Oh. But we don't want you to go. No, it was horrible. It was horrible. Not yeah. downplaying that. No. And, and it goes on to say, at this, some of his disciples said to one another, what does this mean by saying, in a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me, and because I am going to the Father. They kept asking, what does he mean by a little while? We don't understand what he's saying. Jesus saw that they wanted to ask him about this, so he said to them, are you asking one another what I meant when I said, in a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? Very truly, I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. Yeah. Satan thinks he wins. Yes. Yeah. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Mm -hmm. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy that was a verse i'm glad i was reading because i meant to write that down before but i didn't and so because i've obviously never given birth but so many of the mothers around me have always said i don't even remember it 
Yeah. Like, or that, you know, they remember the pain, but not enough to stop them. No. I mean, I'll, with Adam, I am pro epidural. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Adam, my first, it didn't work. Yeah. And I wanted it to. Yeah. But did it stop me from having to do more? No. No. Yeah. And then they worked. Yes. <laughs> and then they <laughs> worked. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but even experiencing all that, I still did it again. Yes. Because the joy. Yes. And it, for me, I kind of, when I read that before, I kind of took it a different way. That if I go through persecution in this world. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I have to go through hard things, there will be weeping. And yes. there will be pain, but the joy will come afterwards. Yes. And I've actually said, like, Lord, help me, give me strength yeah. and courage yes. to stand that test. Yeah. Like, whatever it looks like. Yeah. I, I, there are little ones, I think, daily, mm-hmm. but there might be bigger ones someday. And, yeah. I mean, Jesus is facing death. Yeah. Like, ugh. I, Serious. Yeah. I am so comfortable in my relationship with Christ that, like, um there when things happen and or like me thinking out future scenarios even though they'll be hard i'm just like it's temporary yeah I, your our world view is no longer on the world mm-hmm. our focus is eternity yes and that's as it should be yes when when you start making daily decisions in light of eternity yes your life changes yep exactly I don't think we're going to get to 17. <sighs> what do you think? I think we could do it. All right. We got we got a little time. You get this. We can do this. So we'll jump down to 17. I'm really getting ready. I'm ready for the next three chapters, and I'm really excited to jump into Acts. So. Acts is going to be great. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so we're not meaning to rush through. I think that it's... What am I trying to say? We're doing it justice is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Okay. So... I really just want to, this is because I know also this is a sermon coming up that Doc Tom's going to focus Ooh. on, John 17 and Jesus' prayer. Of prayer. Jesus. Um, awesome. I love it. So I kind of want to just read this. Go. After Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Now this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you have gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. So cool. It's so cool. <laughs> before the world existed, he was there. Yeah. Ah, I love it. And I just love it how it ties back to the beginning. John 1. Yes. John was like really, I just think he was like, that's my friend. Yes. <laughs> you know? Let's like wow. really emphasize this. Yes. yes. Uh, but it just, it's just truly remarkable. Like just how Jesus knew and he was fully man but fully God. And how he just said, I'm about to endure horrible, horrible things. But it is to glorify you mm-hmm. and here I am and let it happen. Yeah. Someone said to me one time and it was a shit mind shift for me. People will say, well, Jesus died on the cross because he loved you. Well, yes. And amen. Yes. But really his ultimate purpose was to glorify the father. Yes. It was 
all because of he, yes, his love for us. Yeah. But the father said, "You do this yes. for me. Save them." Yes. And it was his. I don't know if act of worship is the right way to say it. Maybe it is. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. Dad. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Well, yeah. Not and to downplay his love no. for us too, but it was like, okay, here I am. I'm gonna like, do I'm it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do what you sent me here to do, and I'm gonna finish your work that yes. you sent me to do. And doesn't that? I think some people have this image of God. Like Jesus gets all the fuzzy feelings, but he's, he's saying, if you've seen me, you've seen him. Yes. And so the fuzzy feelings should apply to God too. Yes. Like he loves you. They're one in the same, but they're also separate. Yes. And I know it's confused. It can get confusing thinking about it, but at the same time, it's not confusing. And that's me like speaking to myself because I do find myself all so much more I just love Jesus so much. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. I'm like, but God, the Heavenly Father and God, the Holy Spirit. Yes. They all reflect one another. Yes. It's this mystery. I don't understand it. I don't even know if you're going to understand how I'm saying it. Yeah. But they love us. All three of them and one love us so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think my, which we'll talk about it in the next podcast, but when he's in the garden and he's praying for the cup to be passed. Mm. And I just think that when I, I remember reading that not too long ago and just thinking, like he, he was scared. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. We are going to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that should give you hope. Like, yeah. Okay, we like I said, we can endure hard things. Yes, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to literally say, "Father, if I don't want to do this, yeah, like please pass this cup but over me." But I can. Me. But if you want me to, your will be done. Yes, and that's where God wants us. At the end of the day, no matter how much anguish we are in, he wants us to say, but if you are going to be glorified out of this, your will be done. And here I am. Yep. And so let's apply that to our lives. Can you really not give up that pet sin? Right. If he can stand there and say, not my will be done, but yours. Are you saying that in your own life? Right. On these things that, you know, maybe, well, I'm just, let's, can we get specific? I like having sex yeah. outside of marriage. Right. I like getting drunk. I like this. Yeah. I like that. I'm pointing the finger back at myself too. I don't want to like, I'm not judging. Yeah. But can you really, really, at the end of the day, in light of that, do you have an excuse? Right. There is no excuse. So, yeah, exactly. Your will be done, not yeah. mine. What are you holding on to that you're yes. supposed to... Fully submit to the Father. Yes. And this is why... To glorify Him. It is important to be rooted in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then also set up your own community around you who's just as rooted or more in Christ to speak into you and help you walk through these things. Yeah. You've called out dumb stuff in me. And I've I've literally called you one time crying because I'm like, I am like sinning because I am envious of this person. And I'm like thinking... Why isn't it me? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, and it it it's sickening. It made me sick to my stomach. But I had to admit that to my fellow sister in Christ. Because what's that first? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Basically, like you admit, not like not like confess your sins yes, to one another. Yes, okay. that one, and just lean on each other. And so you have to sometimes you have to confe- encourage one another, yes. and build each other up. Yes, you have to confess it to somebody. Some 
like I would say all the time because then you can actually get the help that you need. Yes, and I've done the same to you. Yes. And like that one time I called you balling. <laughs> we then, call each other crying. Yeah, and then <laughs> Beth as well. We, yes. We have that. And we, guys, that, the, the need for Christian community, God has just opened my eyes. And I've always known that, but so much more so yes. that that is what builds. Yes. As iron sharpens iron. Yes. So we sharpen one another. Yes. So have a friend that, you know what? If a friend is calling out a sin behavior in you, that's your best friend. Yes. She loves you. He loves you enough to be like, dude, come on. Stop. I yes. love you. And there's a way to say it and there's a way not to say it. Yeah. But love, just yes. love at the end of the day. And sometimes that means hard conversation. Yes. Yes, for sure. Oh, my. Should we just leave that there? I think. Yeah, I think so, too. He, I, I love 20. I've, I pointed this out here. Um, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who believe in me through their word. Yes. He's thinking ahead yes. to you and me, you guys. Yeah. Like us. I love that. Yeah, it's so amazing. I'll be excited to hear that sermon. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'll be gone. You will. Oh, that's a huh, bummer. <laughs> How bummer. Oh, bummer. Sucks to be you. <laughs> Just kidding. I know. Oh, but that's man. it, you guys. To, to I guess to wrap up these nuggets of truth. Yeah. Stay in, connected to the true vine. Yeah. Check yourself. Yes. Are you living for the Lord, or right. do you keep these pet behaviors around that threaten your eternal existence? Oh, uh, yes. Like really, at the end of the day, is it worth it? Yeah. Right. And it might hurt at first to give it up. But then God has so much more for you. Yes. So much more. And it's better. Yes, it is. And then the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, the mystery of that, and how they are awesome. Yeah. Did I wrap it up all right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, but until next time, uh, the next podcast, we will actually be wrapping up John. John. Yeah. So stay tuned and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. See ya. See ya. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating so more people can find us. If you want to stay in the know with all of our latest happenings, go to our website, www.project68ministry.com and become a Hosanna homie by subscribing to our newsletter. Also, feel free to tag along with us on all of our adventures by following along on Instagram and Facebook. We are at Project 68 Ministry across the board. Again, thank you so much for your support. We could seriously not do it without you. Much love and God bless to everyone.